When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello, I'm Russell Kane. This is Boys Don't Cry, yet another episode where I get a man and force him to talk about the things you just don't hear boys normally talk about. I'm trying to find out if in 2021 we're even allowed to say the word. You know what men are like or women are like without being cancelled for implying that gender exists? I'll probably be pelted with dildos for implying that a phallus is real by the end of this episode. Anyway, it's not going to stop me asking. The stats don't lie anyway, ladies, because we do have a surprisingly high female listenership. Why? Because girls are crying out for this information. Why does my boy do X? Can you tell me why men does Y? We don't know because men don't talk about shit, which leads to the mental health issues men have, which leads to all of the problems that men have that, that, that are double that are much more inflated. We're not saying female mental health isn't bad. Of course it is. Uh, we're in a mental health crisis in the UK. Get that. I'm just saying, look at the stats. If you don't believe me, men are struggling more. Why? Because they don't talk. That is the only difference between men and women. There's no biological difference. The difference is cultural. Men are brought up not to talk about shit. Well, I talk shit for a living, so I thought I'd turn it into a podcast. Get men along. Make them talk about stuff. We've gone the gamut of male body image. We've talked about marriage, we've talked about children, we talked about commitment. Even last week we talked about, over Christmas and New Year, we talked about gifting. Do men and women view gifting differently? And today, I'm going right to the biggie. The biggie subject, cheating. But not the old faithfulness and trust, which we do at least once or twice a year with different guests. I want to talk about how cheating is evolving. There are now more exciting ways to cheat than ever. Who thought that cheating could experience a brand revitalization and diversify into so many areas? You no longer need just to nosh someone off in an alleyway or grope a boob in a nightclub. Even a text message with a dick pic. Old school, keep up grandparents. There's new and exciting ways to ruin your relationship. And that's what I want to discuss today with two filthy cheats, George Lewis <laughs> and Harriet Kemsley. I'm only joking. So um, my uh, binary identifies a man, guest number one. George, I mean, it's so... There's so many adjectives to introduce someone these days without being cancelled. I think by 2025, I'll need 400 adjectives just to really nail down the fluidity of what how you might possibly identify. But for now, I see the bearded 
George Lewis in front of me. George, how are you? I'm good, thank you. I agree with this bit, especially I like that you're referring to me as a man. Please, please keep doing that. No, I know. No one else well, does. we sometimes, we, I think we go too far heterosexual and testosterone, and we are on the cusp with you today. So <laughs> hopefully we won't cross <laughs> over you. into raw masculine grunting. George, if you hear any sound effects, it's sometimes George Lewis is known just to rut halfway through a recording. Yeah, and that's just, he has a, a box of soil next to him, which he kicks backwards. <laughs> just to get rid of excess <laughs> testosterone. And I'm joined by the absolute rocket star coming up through the comedy clouds, bursting in an interstellar comedic explosion, Harriet Kemsley. Hello. I've worked, I feel like I've worked with you a few times recently. We keep bumping into each other when we used to both have careers and be able to entertain <laughs> human beings. Now we're mental camera ranters, aren't we? But it's still a job, isn't it? Technically. <laughs> How are you? I guess. Yeah, I'm good. All is um all is fine. We got a puppy, so on that lockdown cliche, um, but it's a good distraction. Well, may I ask what breed? It's a cat. Breed is it, I, Sorry, what breed does I identify as? Sorry, <laughs> I'm sorry, dog. There is I've no longer dog breeds. What dog breed does your dog breed identify as? He's a Cavapoo, which uh, where we live, there's He's literally... King Charles non-binary. Yeah, there's like five of them, like everywhere you go. It's like surrounded by these like little hypoallergenic dogs. It's great though, because it's it's become now um, original to have a Cavalier King Charles, which yeah. was a cliche 15 years ago. <laughs> yeah, the ago. original. Yeah, exactly. Uh, no, but it's I'm allergic, so it is... Um, <laughs> it is quite nice not to be allergic to something that you love for once. We are looking at the cat equivalent, the Devon Rex, which does have dander, but only like the short fur. Anyway, we're not talking about cats and dogs. <laughs> we might as well fucking help me. We're talking about cheating. Now, I, I did have a little chat before this, and I noticed with, with our panellists, uh, listeners, and I noticed the bemused face of George Lewis, because I don't think he was entirely sure what I meant. <laughs> um, he thought cheating. I was a little bit confused. When, I, know, I know what cheating is. But, um, <laughs> what he is thought cheating? it was when you focus. Is that when you go from one DIY project to another without <laughs> telling your wife? And was, I remember the other. Only the other day, I moved into the potting shed without informing her I was moving on to gardening. Oh, how we blazed! <laughs> how we blazed for the afternoon. Now, what I mean is, there are new things happening, and there is a disagreement. Very broadly speaking, between the genders most of the time. Sometimes not, but most of the time, yes. If, let's start with an example is the easiest way to explain this. Uh, if you receive an unsolicited direct message on a social media website, it's unsolicited, there it is, male or female, doesn't matter. The person happens to be, it's not important, happens to be an attractive person around your age, clearly signalling flirtatiously, but only saying, hey, Love your comedy. By the way, you're beautiful. Wink. That's the message you get, unsolicited. Yeah. Now, in in my world, I have learnt that if I even read to the end of that sentence, my testicles get buried in the garden. <laughs> even to any way acknowledge that message is a form of cheating in our relationship, mm. mine and Lindsay's, which has taken an education for me because I don't class that as i just think so i'm talking i'm not talking about replying going, you're beautiful too meet me by the tuck shop for a hand shandy what what i'm i'm talking about just double clicking it and sh and doing a like of that message so not even replying going click click like and then never acknowledge that human again that's already too far yeah what i want to find out using that as our petri dish example is is that too far for you harriet kemsley no what, have you cheated before? Is there a reason why? You're joking. How would I still be working? <laughs> you would not be alive. Wait, just, not in a wheelchair. It does seem, no, I don't know. Like, 
I don't really see a problem with replying to somebody that says, then you can say, thank you. <laughs> I don't know. What? Isn't that just polite? George Lewis, let me come to you. George, now George is married to a northern lady. <laughs> not a million miles away from the temperament of my wifey. Yes, absolutely. And, uh, so you receive, oh my God, I love you. It's just so cuddly and friendly. I love you. I think you're really hot. Yeah. Do you, do you, do you, I, what I did, how it actually came about, I went, look at this girl sent to me, Liz. Oh my God, I'm still, it's like I was showing off. Yeah. I still got it. Girls still like me. This girl looks about 25. Oh my God, I still got it. And all he's like, that's really funny. No, you do. You are attractive, but it, don't acknowledge you or I'll kill you. <laughs> I think it's similar. So Lindsay wasn't yeah. jealous at my receiving of it. It was the idea that I would acknowledge, validate, give that girl even one molecule yeah. of hope or acknowledge. She's like, that's you calling me a, a print. You know, what does she think of me if you're liking that message? Absolutely. That's, I think that's I think that's the that's go. the point, isn't it? Because if you're like me, you'd read that and you'd think, Oh, you can't just this person will have seen that I've read this. You, it's so impolite not to. And when someone says something nice <laughs> to you as well, you think, how can I not respond to that and just say thank you because it's made me feel nice? Um, but I think that's the truth. I think my wife would probably look at that and think she knows exactly what she's doing. And if you if exactly. you give that a thumbs up, if you approve of what she's doing... Thank you, George, living in the same <laughs> tyranny I'm living in, an Iranian relationship in reverse. <laughs> So here we are, boys don't cry, and I'm actually, I'm, I am buzzing like a housewife's secret toy collection today to reveal the panel I've got today. Now I've worked with this guy loads of times and I was disgusted with my, how can he not have been on this? We've collaborated a lot on various podcasts, he's got such a gob on him and I love to hear what he thinks on everything. That's Johnny Cochran, funny man in himself, also got an amazing podcast called How's Your Father, is that right Johnny? It's it How's is, Father, isn't it? yeah, How's Your Father podcast. Yeah, and he's got some really, he tends to go for quite good looking cutting edge um, guests that are at the top of their game. But we also, we also got you on Russell, <laughs> yeah. so don't worry about that. <laughs> Not only that, but funny as Fook, one of the few stand-ups to actually ejaculate mirth into the atmosphere on TV during lockdown. What do you mean? She must have been on Comedy Central Plus 8. No, ITV1. There she is, spitting the bad rhyme. Laura Smith, hello, actually hello. doing stand-up on telly during lockdown. And a relatively, well, what we would call a newer comic. How long have you been doing it, Laura? Uh, about a year and a half. Minus so, I mean, that is barely, that's amniotic fluid on the outside. You haven't even pierced the bag of your comedy birth yet, which people might not realise. 18 months is fucking nothing. nothing. You're like a horse in a field with wobbly legs. And yet you find yourself hosted by Jonathan Ross on ITV1. So look that up. If it's not available on ITV Hub, the episodes are available to stream on Prime uh, for a cost. I recommend it. shows all the most amazing acts up and coming. Anyway, these are my guests. Uh, Laura... And Johnny, both parents, which is relevant for today's episode. You know, some of the episodes we don't end up so binary. But this one, my God, we're going to be so binary. I might just do the episode in ones and zeros. One, 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 zero, one, 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 one. In binary. King zero, one, 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 zero, zero. That means, me and yeah, jo- I think you're me right. Me Johnny Russell. just exchanged a binary <laughs> gag there. You, people who aren't nerds won't have understood it, but that was fucking quick and witty, Johnny. Uh, it so, was a good one. Thank you. Thank you. We are talking about... It's seasonal, I'm not going to lie to you, but it's we're talking about birthdays as well. Presents and gift giving. And if ever there has been a gulf between the genders that I've noticed in my life, 
It's between presents and gift giving. Now, before Laura even leaves the side of her ring and knocks me out and knocks a tooth into the, uh, the arena, there are plenty of women that hate cards and gift giving and it annoys them plenty. But 99.99% of men would like to shat in every card they've ever received and hand it back to the person. I'm talking straight men here. Gay men obviously give cards to their dogs for their birthday. That's, I've been told that. <laughs> I've learned that the hard way. A gay man will write a card. Happy birthday, Chihuahua. And I know that for a fact, my, my loyal Neil Gaimans who listen. So fair enough. I do realise Neil Gaiman is a straight scientific author. shouldn't have said that. So why... Johnny Cochran, prove me wrong. Are you in the 0.01% or do you enjoy sending a Christmas card? Are you the one straight man I found that loves getting your pack of cards out at Christmas, filling them out and sending them? Do you know what? I'd love to be a kind of trend bucker here, someone who is going to come out there and go, do not be so presumptive, Russell Kane. You know, men are big into cards, big into presents, but unfortunately... You have not got that guest on this podcast. I'm exactly <laughs> on board with you, man. Like I, the the card thing, I, I've just never got my head around. I don't get it. What I don't it? get. It's, it's just Why? a waste of time. When I get a card, I hold it by its corner and I shake it to see if any of of the queen's coinage will fall out. And if it's not, it's going into the recycling pile. It's a waste of time. Well done. Send me a text message if you want to send me some goodwill. It's just... Or send nothing. Just send nothing. Send nothing. Yeah, maybe... (laughs) Well, well well wishes are nice. You know, they they provide comfort. Text them. A funny WhatsApp with a no chin face where you suck your chin and go, Merry Christmas. It's better than a card. (laughs) Exactly. Laura, do you do an Andre 3000 with your cards and check for money? Or... Check it... I don't know. I think um, it's a generational thing as well. I think they're on their way out cards. Do you know what I mean? And there's something. My wife wife is 30. Yeah. And it's like like some sort of fundamentalist fucking religion up here in the north. But you have to. I sent a card to her that's acknowledged the receipt of the card, but I'm not joined to the card because I'm over 16. I'm in a Frankie card loop with a mother in law that I've just had to stop because that could go on forever. Do um, you send Christmas cards, Laura Smith? I do send Christmas cards. I've stopped doing all the work ones. I don't know. Do you know what it is? Because you do like your living room adorned and I think you feel no. the pressure of no, I don't. reciprocating. No, you don't? Not into that? Uh, do you know what? This is what a lot of girls won't realise listening to this. You know the like the little bit of decorative string with cards hanging off yeah. it? Yeah. Like, How does it come down every year? It's because every time a bloke walks past it, he gives it a fucking tug. He goes, oh look, the drawing pins are <laughs> coming loose. Like. It's coming <laughs> loose, isn't it? It's one of the most pleasurable things you can do as a man is to tug that card display down. Oh, <laughs> it's like I'd... a little bit of power. And don't you, don't you also think, George, it's the natural thing is if, like me, you had zero, well, I'm, I'm just assuming, not much female <laughs> attention. I mean, I had, no, I had right, nothing. Mate. I left school. <laughs> no, I left school without kissing a girl. I've watched your stand up. and I, <laughs> So I'm assuming it's based in truth that yes. we both, you know, had a pretty virgin experience at school. And that continued way into my 20s, you know, like crying because I was single at 23 and shit. And then all of a sudden female attention. The ego is fragile. It longs, it longs for it. If you're a boy that has never attracted girls your whole life, almost until you're 30, it, it's hard to resist that attention. I'm not saying nice, you would act on it, but you, yeah, it does. <laughs> let's admit it. It feels nice. Let's admit it. Let's, let's admit it. Now, there's no problem with it feeling nice. The problem, Harriet, is if I then hit a light. What about replying to it then? So your partner 
receives that message. He doesn't hit a like. He goes, thank you very much. You're not too ugly yourself. Well, I think that that's back. different. If you could then comment on their oh, appearance, then we that's... We found the line. We found the line. <laughs> that's different. That's different. But I, my husband gets things like... Um, <laughs> This is so weird. What's wrong with me? But I've got a crush on Bobby, so it's less uh, <laughs> less of a concern for me. They're like disgusted I, with themselves, so they have to wrestle with that. I think that we should first. explain to I think we should explain to your listeners who your partner is, so they can in, at this point Google and enjoy the reference. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so your your partners are stand up too, right? Yeah. Your your partners are stand up. Yeah. So we both so get those could... messages, um, but um, I, I don't know. Yeah. If if he was then to is comment, it cheating? No, to say thank you isn't cheating at all because I think you're taking a lot from inferring that that woman is trying to sleep with you by sending that message because she could just be sending you a message saying, I enjoyed it. Like, I appreciate your confidence, but she could just be saying, I enjoyed your stand-up. Well, that's true well, as well, different. We're not talking about that type of thing. I get lots of, uh, I love you, stand-up. Can you please send a happy birthday to my husband? Loads of those. We're not talking about okay. those. We're, we're talking about the mess- type of message you just said. I get quite a lot of those. I know this is weird, but I find you weirdly hot. <laughs> I get a lot of weirdly hot. I mean, I, get, I, I have to say I get a lot of just, whether they're real accounts or not. I mean, the other, just two days ago, I had, I don't know if a girl had done some sort of substance or something, and it was having a night in with herself. I got a video that doesn't, I mean... I appreciate what you're saying, Harriet, but it wouldn't take Poirot to work out what the girl was thinking during this video. Put it this way, her face isn't in it, neither is the rest of her legs. Oh, <laughs> Just okay. her, pel- her, pel- her pelvis is We're in We're going to need to see and the she's, video she's, to judge, I think. She's, she's working up an, R- an RSI injury of gigantic proportions, oh in my gosh. opinion. I mean, a thimble wouldn't have got a miss to avoid injury. Yeah, I don't think you need to reply to that. But this is what uh, uh, a lot of female, I think, don't understand. Or a lot of people don't understand. It's tempting to hit a like in an innocent way. I can't. Do you know what I'm saying, George? Don't leave me hanging mm. here. If you get sent a picture of of an attractive lady with a bit, like, this is what I think of you. Your instinct. I'm a married, happily married man with no intention yeah. of acting on it. But I still want. I would still love to send a funny thumbs up picture back. Yeah, just, you know, good on you for, for going with your feeling. Because it's quite a lot of commitment, that. She's, she's you know, she's set aside 20 minutes. She's uh, set up a little tripod or whatever. And it, I think, to be honest, if she's using me as stimulus, it would be over much quicker than that. I mean, we're talking. No, but I, I'm, I, I'm here. I tried to use this as an honest space. And I could sit here and go, I looked at that and I was disgusted and put thought, thought, go, you know, deleted it. I didn't. I thought, I thought, who are that? That's titillating. And, and lingered on it. It's pathetic. But this is, if we don't talk about what goes through men's heads, we're never, ever going to move on. Yes. Um, so obvious. So we're trying to find the line with, but micro cheating is defined as the gray area, which falls between flirting and unfaithful behavior. So when it comes to these apps, when it comes to people you don't necessarily know, I mean, people, or even people you sort of half know. I mean, if we'd been to some sort of event in which we get invited to these things all the time in our business, we used to, um, and you got a sort of message afterwards, oh, nice chatting to you tonight, you're so funny. Um, and it's in that grey area. Of it. It's like, mm, they're in the business, it's important that I show a bit of leg and I'm friendly. My sort of age, is it flirting? You know, it's, it is confusing. Where is flirt, Where does flirting stop and micro-cheating begin, Harriet, in Sex. your mind? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> a hand job, hand job by the bins. 
Hand job by the bins, particularly if it's a commissioner. That's advancement. <laughs> <laughs> How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volur XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. I'm joined by Elliot Steele, who used to be a comedian before a virus destroyed everything he stood for, and he now shouts into webcams like me for a living. And Makita Oliver, who's continued to work throughout in fact we've been working together sometimes on Steph's packed lunch she's a renowned tv presenter but also you've got a podcast yourself haven't you Makita yes it's called quiz it's for it's an actual daily quiz show which is fantastic because I've been rehearsing being a quiz master at family gatherings for 15 years so it's great to really put it into action properly and it's great because it's actually about people that want to just quiz it's not like it's not too chatty we really do just quiz and I love stuff like that, which is why I'm coming on in January, I believe. Are you? I believe so. I've been chasing it down because I just love showing off like, oh, the chase and stuff like that. So yeah. I'll be I'll be on. Uh, Think Elliot... about your specialist subject. Books. <laughs> Elliot, um, anything you want to plug or is your life like mine empty and you're screaming into a webcam void? Just I'm on Instagram at Elliot Stillcom and Twitter. And, uh, oh, no, wait, it's the other way around. I'm Has on your Twitter, hair got its own Elliot... Instagram page like mine? I set yeah, up an Instagram page do... for my hair. I've just been putting up sketches and stuff. This has been a week. I'll plug a shift at Tesco's or something. Listen, we'll be back. We'll be back. Fuck bat eaters. We'll be back. Yeah. Right, so today we are talking about grudges and arguments. I want to know from Makita Oliver and Elliot Steele whether they think off the bat whether women and men have grudges differently. We're going to do grudges first and then arguments second. For, actually, before we even do that, what is a grudge? How would you define holding a grudge, Makita Oliver? What does it mean? I think a grudge is when it stays with you yeah. and possibly not them. 
uh, and uh, that's it makes me even angrier <laughs> when I'm holding a grudge against someone. I'm doing a lot. I don't know. Shall I go deep now? Go deep as you like at okay. any point. I'm doing a lot of meditation at the moment to let go of things like grudges. And I do find it, I've realised, very, very difficult to let go of grudges. And they can sit in you and really poison you up a bit. Mm. Um, they're not. It's not the way to go to live with them because it really is only you that's living with it. Do you think, Elliot, that women hold on to grudges more than men? Do you agree? First of all, do you agree with that definition of a grudge? Yeah, I, th- I thought it was interesting when... It- that they're that like because I've done that meditation technique where you have to think of someone you don't like and forgive them. I can't I, do it. And I don't, do you know what the weird thing is? I can forgive someone like for a, a bad it, like something bad happened to like a, a friend of mine from another person. I was like angry at this, angry at the like they were like a victim of a violent attack, and I was like, all right, let me try to do it and see if I can forgive. For them, I could do it. But when it's like, there's like uh, one where there was another comedian who was talking smack about me on another podcast. I couldn't forgive them. <laughs> like, like, it's so, it's so like, it's so. And right by, talking, right. by talking smack, you don't, they weren't implying you were a heroin user. You mean. No, no, they, no, no. They no, were no, dissing no. the man then. No, you mean, you mean uh, it's street slang, yes? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, they were just saying that I dealt shit heroin, like. And I, yeah. <laughs> I, I wasn't having any of it. Up my mate, but saying I, I sell shit product—that's another. I, I got gack talked on another one. Thank <laughs> <laughs> you. No. <laughs> and, uh, so I mean, this is women hold grudges longer, according to a 2016 Harvard study. Women hold grudges and stay angry longer than men. The researchers believe this is evolutionary, explaining that men worked together to hunt or defend their tribe, while women took care of and defended their family. So it was in women's interest to have their eye on the ball socially, social bonds, who's chatting shit, who might let us down. Whereas men with our tiny pea brains will be like, I'll just I'll kill this elk and we can fuck later, yeah? That's that's the thrust of the argument, if you pardon the pun. Do you agree with that, Makita? Do women handle uh- grudges differently? Do they hold on to them longer? I think, I was actually saying this to my cousin yesterday, I think that men are always just late with feeling the things that we felt first. So, for instance, <laughs> if you feel disappointed by a man's behaviour, you feel it straight away. You usually feel it just before it's coming. <laughs> you can, like, feel the onset of bad behaviour coming from them. And then you're just, you're Wait, in well, it. you can feel the, sorry, you can feel the onset of bad behaviour coming from a man. Yeah. Like before, so the, so the way a dog sniff, sniffs out an epileptic fit, <laughs> yeah, you yeah, can yeah. sniff out a man's you temper. You can smell oh, that like it's coming. <laughs> Absolutely. Master, <laughs> <laughs> about to lose your key car keys and lose your temper. And then, no, but I mean, like, if they're if they're about to fuck up, it's like you know they're right. about to do it before they even do, and then they fuck up. So I think that you're you're angry early, then you're angry during it, and then you're angry afterwards, and then I think months later a man will be like, shit, that was a really bad situation. And when I, it like, it just feels like you're there a lot later than us. And I think that's why we hold anger for longer because half of that's waiting for you to get to where we've been for months. <laughs> I, but that, that's, that's also because men like, uh, I have this with my girlfriend is there'll be a fear. I know it's kind of cliche, but she'll want me to understand why she was upset. And I'm like, but I fixed the thing. I fixed the thing you were mad about. So right. why are you angry? So in my brain, I'm there going like, oh, she's so she's so emotional. And I, I, I realize that I'm just not emotionally intelligent enough to gather that she she was just like, no, I wanted you to understand why you forgetting that thing upset me in a way you spoke to me was rude and why that's upset me. And I'm just like, oh, but I, f- I fixed all the, all the things for it. So there's no reason to be upset anymore. But do you agree with that principle, Elliot, that men are less likely to hold on to, to that grudge type of anger? 
Mm, or do you think yes, but I would say to... men are more likely to, look like I was saying, to solve. I, I don't think that's necessarily... I don't think that's necessarily true in like or a good thing because I think we'll oh, yeah. solve a grudge in like more violent means. Mm-hmm. Like guys will get in an argument with another dude and it will become very confrontational very quickly. It might resolve quicker, but you you look at most of the violent crime in the world, it is a guy killing another guy <laughs> like yeah. over something trivial. See, I feel like women are more like if they're holding a grudge against each other, God, women when they hold a grudge against each other, it's very different to mm. when they hold a grudge against another man. It's so it's like because, that strong man challenge with holding up. Well, yeah, yeah, well, exactly. Of the, exactly. The it's like, like, I'm not letting go, bitch. Because it's so emotionally wrought. Uh, yeah. in a way that you're saying maybe with men it isn't but we put all of our emotions into our grudges so if it's a, a, a female grudge against another man it's sort of like I understand when you said she wants me to understand why I've why she felt like this I wonder why after thousands of years we still ask you that because no one no one sees that from our side of things I don't think men ever see that side so I don't know why we're still asking you to see that side definition between holding a grudge and being angry at someone there is a difference Uh, according to Dr Johnson not the Dr Johnson anger is an appropriate reaction to a situation holding a grudge differs from anger based on the duration of your emotion exactly as you said Makita while anger usually dissipates holding a grudge by definition involves holding on to something are you good at holding grudges Makita Spectacular you... at holding grudges, <laughs> <laughs> and it's um, it's not good. It doesn't. If you do a lot of the work that I'm trying to do, like I've been doing a lot of Louise L. Hay, and a lot of that's about you know What's choice. What's that? Sorry, what's Louise L. Hay? She's like, um, I think she's like from God since maybe the fifties. Life coaching and meditation and affirmation. She's all about affirmations, and so a lot of it's about you know how it, how how strong a thought is just one thought how much it can change the day i have a grudge against a female and in my head it's this huge angry thing but really it's just one thought it's just the thought that i have let turn into these other emotions and i think that's that's why grudges are so dangerous because it's just it's based on how big you want it to be and how long you intend on holding on to it. What about you, Elliot? Are you just like can't be asked? I'll try to hold a grudge. It's so heavy, I put it down. No, I'm, I'm, pretty, <laughs> I'm pretty bad with it actually. I I, um, I had an incident like a few months ago. Obviously, I'm a lad with like dyed hair in South London. Like you get a bit of shit every now and then. I was at a train station and a lad like made a. I was just taking. It was weird. I was taking a selfie to send to my girlfriend of like my new haircut and dyed hair. And this lad walked past and did that thing of like, oh, you send that to your boyfriend. And I found it really funny. So I went, oh, yeah, you'd love him. And like it ended up in one of those situations where we were nearly in a fight. And I went and told my Wait, girlfriend. Wait, what did you say back to him? You'd love I, him. I said, oh, yeah, you'd love him, actually. Like, just because I thought what he said was <laughs> that's really funny. That's a fair funny. enough response. That's, that's a boom, boom. Get on with your last quite a, uh, well, dude, you couldn't I, take it that you dared to have a witty response to his homophobic slur. Oh, exactly. And then it ended up in one of those situations where, like, he was going, oh, come over here. And I was like, well, that's not, like, the council-designated fight area, is it? That's, like... like that's, and, I, and like, I went about my day, and I told my girlfriend, and my girlfriend, again, she was understanding of it. And then when I told my mates, so I was during lockdown one, over Zoom after a few beers, and they were, like, going, why didn't you knock him out? And I was going, well, no, I didn't need that. And they were like, oh, you're a pussy, innit? And then suddenly... 
I was like fantasizing for months. Like I'm a, like I so, know you know, how to fight. That's a grudge. Like, that's a sort of grudge, isn't it? That's a lot of fantasy, a male fantasy grudge. That's like, different, and, isn't it? You, you know, like in those, do you get it in those like fantasies where like suddenly you know karate? Yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all the time. <laughs> I don't know what you lose from it yeah but I, I don't know there is a weird thing about cards like I, I remember like you know like being in card shops when I was single like looking at the husband or girlfriend cards and like oh, a bit forlorn and sweet. then I got a husband and he always he never does it he always gives me like a, <laughs> a card with a tiger on it or two dogs or something I don't know it's just <laughs> two staffs yeah. two staffs so, one was happy and it's and thought of us and I go like right, cheers so before and, before you got married you looked at the cards and were like look at that amazing card one day I'll have a husband who'll buy yeah, me that card. Yeah, and you so got cringe. a husband and he'll be like, no, I don't get cards still. I just get <laughs> shit cards and now I've got a husband as well. For good yeah. measure. Oh, right. Shit cards and a husband. So that's me. <laughs> okay, so like we've had the fun bit. Now let's what I call like the meat bit. It'd be easy to stop at the observation and have Russell, a laugh. Russell, can I just jump in on one thing though? Because it's yes, so please, mate. poignant that we're talking about cards, right? We're staying this on cards, don't worry. Oh, there we go, right. Basically, a couple of days ago, my wife said to me, I want to send out some cards to family members and we want to get our one-year-old to like do a painted footprint on the card and make it into a reindeer or something. I was like, oh yeah, that'd be easy. And I just, you know, (laughs) basically she was like, I need you to hold him down whilst (laughs) whilst we uh, did it. Yeah, so I quickly threw him into a full Nelson because he is (laughs) wriggly and um, we've started doing these footprints on the cards and I mean... To try to give you an idea of what they ended up looking like, you know when they give people psychological evaluations and they give people like dripping paint pictures saying, what do you see? And everyone sees death and murder. That's all it is. Uh, and then I was like, you've done it wrong. You should use his hands. Um, so I used his hands and now I have a couple of brown runny blobs on a bit of card that look absolutely nothing like a reindeer unless it was a reindeer due to be put down. And I'm going to give that to my mum because I know no matter what I give her, she's going to smile and go, it's amazing, thank oh, no. you so much. So that's I mean, what's going on for me. That is, and just to get to the meat of it, I mean, what is going on here, Laura? So, look, gifts, I get it, right? Men might be a little poor at it, and we'll unpack that, pardon the pun, in a minute. Um, but of course, I, I make the effort, I make the romance, I do, I, do, I love surprise presents, I love get, taking Lindsay by surprise with the Christmas present she's got coming later. I love all of that. I get it. I just cannot get my head around the bit of paper with well wishes. What is going on in women's brains that isn't going on in men's with the valueless? gift i.e the piece of paper and don't say it's sentiment and romance because i do loads of romantic gestures that cost fuck all so what what is it about this papery token that still holds value for the so much more for the female sex I sound like anthony trollope now um but you know what i mean it's yeah, it's you're saying it's a, you're saying it's a generational thing but i've got plenty of cousins in their 20s banging out cards no problem I don't know. I don't know. I, now you're making me question my whole life. I mean, what uh, <laughs> Johnny purpose. was talking about. Welcome to the, the show. <laughs> the Pinterest era, the Instagram era, isn't it now? Like you're, you're keeping, your your wife's keeping up with the Joneses, that sort of, look, we've got a baby, let's celebrate all things baby and other people have seen this and it's a life hack and craft it. I've faked kids' handwriting on a card before. I've done the left hand. 
Johnny like, doesn't oh. have to fake it. It's his real handwriting. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So like, kind of like written grandma in a in a childish hand. I don't know. What, what... <laughs> like, That's a twisted crazy. night. In. I do. I do the same <laughs> thing on credit card applications. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If it all comes on top, it's the boy's fault. Um, the I don't know. I just think it's nice. It makes you think we like to be thought of. That's the thing. You know, when That's you go, it's it not is. that. It's the thought. It's the. Um, Rosie Perez thing in White Men Can't Jump in it. I want you to understand that I'm thirsty. Don't bring me a glass of water. We want you to feel it. We want a well chosen card, and it Wait is a the thought that counts. Oh no, second. You, <laughs> I want you to understand you're thirsty, but you don't want me to bring you a glass of water. If no, but, I could put um, one line that describes my experience <laughs> of dating women, it would be that. But do you think you were just do you think you were just angrier with yourself for wishing that you'd done something else? It doesn't even seem like the grudge was towards him. No, I think you did the best response, but you've yeah. sort of thought, but imagine if I did something bigger, how good would that have felt? Yeah, you're you're probably right. It's probably a thing of like confronting because that, that like I like, I like to do meditation and stuff and it's like it's really confronting the idea of self. Mm. like I find with a lot of it and like you have this idea of yourself and then what you actually are and like in that situation like if anyone was to go to me oh what would you do in that situation I'd probably be like oh I'd throw a spinning back kick and we'd have a fight on top of the train but confronted to it I'm like no I'm just just trying to get into town mate actually (laughs) 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 I'm just trying to go about my day I'm looking forward to getting some chicken wings later I don't need this much better response um but so let's flip it on its head now. Do you not think though that sometimes a grudge is a good thing, and that where men lose out a lot of the time, I do is if I was to stay angry at someone who quite rightly has treated me like shit or let me down, or I've collaborated with them and then they've not backed me and they've run off with the project, you know that type of thing where I'm like, oh, fuck it, it's life, isn't it? You know what I mean? Whereas if I was a bit more like that's out of order and held on to, I could have done something with that long term anger and directed it, and maybe got a bit of justice. And I think blokes lose out sometimes because like, I just can't be asked to hold the grudge mm. so it's not always a positive thing to let it go because a, a, we're, we're just assuming a grudge could be negative but a grudge could be so a grudge could lead to ju- political justice it could lead to change in a society coldly held grudge there's lots of versions where you coldly sit on this till the right time to make change do you not think it depends it depends on your reasoning though doesn't it like if you if you go out for the reasoning of like you know you're talking about political justice like say you have someone who got put in prison imprisoned wrongly and they have a grudge against the system and they're like right i'm going to learn law while in prison then i'm going to get exactly. out i'm going to try to prove my own thing so this doesn't happen to someone else well I'd argue your reasoning is quite, your virtue is very good there. Whereas if your reasoning is, fuck that guy, I'm going to make him feel worse than what he feels because nobody makes me feel like that, then that's probably where it comes, a a thing where it's going to land more people in trouble. It's coming from an area of hatred rather than an area of, oh, this is awful. Agree, totally. But don't you think, Makita, even that second guy there, in certain circumstances, he might go on to be a better artist comedian a better rapper a singer writer he might bottle that anger and use yeah, it yeah i mean look at he Eminem. might have a, he might have a better relationship he might not be a pussy all with his girlfriend do you know what yeah. i mean there's, there's certain situations where well actually hold on a second you should be that guy the things that does make me think of eminem because he was all when he came out he was always so angry and actually wrote those some of those tunes because of that anger and because of those grudges towards his mom and kim and actually it was kind of 
exciting to watch someone be so laid bare with their proper grudges in life. Mm. And like, I remember thinking by the time the third album was like multi-million selling and he was the biggest star in the world, he was still banging on about how much Kim pissed him off. I was like, okay, enough now. So I think there's only, because then after a while, it's like, what are you now doing with it? You've used it in this way, but now what are you doing with it? And I think that that's when you have to get very clear of how much a grudge, living with a grudge starts to only live with you and affect your life negatively. and it and it can in fact affect your health as well there's been countless studies which have shown that holding grudges and keeping in negative feelings is bad for your mental health increasing anxiety and frustration research found that when people were told to nurse a grudge when thinking about wrongdoers they had stronger negative emotions and greater stress responses so higher heart rate cortisol and blood pressure so it literally fucks you up yeah Totally, but you know what, um, uh, Elliot, you were saying that you were trying to do an exercise, I can't remember what you said, but there's an exercise that I was asked to do where I had to see the person that I was holding a grudge towards and see loads of brilliant things happening to them. Oh. And like, like I know, I was like, <laughs> I don't want to see that <laughs> I cannot be happy for them. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.